Coronavirus has changed all of our lives, but how will it impact the future? Does this change everything? I'm Matt Rees. On this episode of Does This Change Everything? Capital Markets. Will the coronavirus change how the bond markets work? Will it mean the introduction of new products or new ways of trading? We'll find out from Ayla Cravey, Director of Capital Markets at the European Investment Bank, the EU Bank. Ayla, does the coronavirus change the future of the capital markets? Um, right now, it's, it's, it's hard to see very far in the future. Um, but uh, I think it may bring on some changes. Some of them are technical, some are more fundamental. But but I would say that the uh, financial markets have gone through quite a few crises here since 2007 and eight so over the last uh, 12 years. So I think it's it's already rather a tested environment. So I wouldn't expect it to change totally, but I think there will be there will be some changes. Yes. What kind of new approaches might be needed in the capital markets to co- to cope with this situation right now and in the future? I think one one thing that we have seen over the last years, even as we came out of the crisis in Europe, uh, central banks have continued to provide liquidity to the markets, and we were just talking about that coming to an end when when this happened, and um, and we saw that you know we need uh, we need to have much much more of it. So that continues to be the case, and actually the 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 fear was more that central banks don't have any more tools in their tool packs um, if a next crisis comes. But now we have seen that governments have done what was called from them in many cases before, i.e. governments are now loosening the purse strings, i.e. starting to say that they will borrow more because they will need to support the economy. Because this crisis is different from all the other crises in the sense that um, before it was finance area or the government's area or one area which was in crisis. Now, this is the whole economy, everything, private, public, government, corporates, banks, whatever, um, so this is what is different in, in, in this crisis, that this really goes through everything and we could not do this without governments stepping in. That's, that's, that's very clear. Now, one, one thing that is talked about in Europe, if I take only the European or EU loop, is this mutualization of debt. Will that happen in this crisis? I don't know. That is, uh, the jury is still out and you hear different comments every day. I think that in some form or shape, it might happen. It doesn't need to be that they, we will get the eurobonds. We may get something else. Um, but <clears throat> I think mutualization is is uh, even a feature of the um, fund that EIB is proposing to a certain extent, to a limited extent. So I think we will see probably a bit more of that than we used to see. Uh, in technical terms, we will see a huge amount of issuance coming from the governments, obviously, because they will need to borrow more in order to to uh, keep the economy up and running, to keep people um, people's employment uh, unemployment uh, allocations, to pay them to support corporates, to support banks, to support just about anybody. So that will have a big impact in the future on 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 the taxpayers. I'm afraid, because when governments borrow, there's only one way that it will be uh, that it will be uh, paid back one day, uh, and that's that's going to be on the on the future generations. I'm afraid. So. These are some of the major aspects I would see. Now you mentioned there borrowing in the in the bond markets in order to keep the economy running and so on. In late March, the European Investment Bank issued a, a three billion euro bond, three billion euros, even though market participants were working from home. How did that work? 
Well, it worked actually quite well, but I have to say that if you had told me in January that shall we test this, I would have told you that you're out of your mind. <laughs> we will not test this. Um, but uh, but uh, when you have no choice, you have to do it. And it was not just that we, our team, I mean, we had testing on our side that this was uh, this was feasible, but all our bankers, our traders, our syndicate managers were at home, I investors were at home. We did not know whether everybody would feel that they are comfortable having the sufficient information, first of all, of stepping in, uh, whether they would have the uh, their systems working to the extent that they needed to. We have different time zones. I mean, when we do a transaction like this, we, we um, it involves usually people from uh, quite a few time zones going from Asia to, to the Americas. Uh, so I would never have attempted it like that had, had we not been obliged to. So I have to say that when it was done and dusted, I made quite a deep sigh of relief at the end. In comparison to uh, equity markets, I suppose the, the the capital markets are relatively computerized, really. You don't have trading floors for bonds and so on. So is it better set up perhaps than stock markets for this sort of situation? Uh, yes, I'm, I'm not an expert on stock markets, but I think we are quite well set up for that. And usually what, what um, all our trading platforms, our communication platforms, these all work very well on, on the internet. So that's that's fine. But however, you start to have these things that when you have all of the firm, be it us or be it a, a bank or, a, or an investment firm, when they are all working remotely, it puts a stress to the to the bandwidth of those systems quite a different in a quite a different manner compared to having a couple of people working in the office uh, or outside the office. So uh, th this was one big test, of course. And then um, having uh, home Wi-Fi, they are not the same as the work environment uh, internet connections. Uh, all of this can just come at the crucial moment and, and then put things on hold and cause, cause, uh, cause disruptions. So um, yes, I, I would say that we are well prepared, but still uh, nothing was 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 taken for granted what kind of effect might this situation in the capital markets have on everyday life for citizens or on the financing for municipalities for regions and even corporations um i think to the, to the private citizens they they don't really see so much or feel so much what is going on in the financial markets unless there are huge troubles which they do feel at at their end um maybe with a little bit of delay. But I think uh, so far, what corporates and what municipalities, what they have seen is that, for example, uh, banks are taking um, uh, sort of into account that people may not have the usual cash flow than they do normally and are, are giving sort of, a, um, I don't know what you call it, can, can grant you a delay in, in servicing your debt or, or pause it for the time being. Uh, authorities have said that they will look at this leniently, that they are not going to uh, force banks to put their whole portfolio into non-performing if they miss a couple of payments because of this uh, uh, virus uh, uh, pandemic and so on and so forth. So everybody has played their part. Um, and um, so I think it's it's at least for the bigger audiences, bigger corporates, uh, municipalities, etc. it probably has been better than they might have feared. Where this does really hit hard is the SMEs and the more informal sector people who work independently because they tend to fall between the cracks here. And this is, I think, where where one has to be paying very much attention that these people do not fall off the grid.
you know that we have been profiling very very much in the in the past few years is sustainable finance in particular in environment um, but now when we talk about ESG which is E for environment is for social and G for government uh, governance <clears throat> I think this uh, crisis has brought a lot of spotlight on the second letter i.e the S i.e companies who are corporates who are now seen treating their clients their employees badly because of this crisis uh, they will suffer reputational risk and one already sees signs for it and this area is something where where uh, someone like EIB profiles very strongly not only for us but we try to bring this message to everybody else to give the market also some uh, information and guidance and guidelines how to do things uh, and I think this is also an additional feature that we will see more of uh, go, going forward. You mentioned a little bit about how the, the European Investment Bank is going to be um, helping to boost the economy and the, and the plans that, uh, that the bank has, has already announced. With the capital markets, how important do you think it is that uh, an institution like the European Investment Bank comes in, does a, a three billion euro bond and everything goes smoothly as a as a sign that things can function more or less normally uh, i think it is important uh, because somebody has to do it sooner or later to to see that to show the market that this is feasible first of all someone like us is a, is a, is well placed to do that because we are not somebody's domestic institution because when you are you tend to get the domestic support which keeps you afloat uh, we don't have that. So if we can do it, that means that lots of other people can do it. Um, so I think in that sense, it's, it was an important sign. And and, uh, and certainly when I, I posted this on my LinkedIn, I get a huge number of, of uh, comments and viewings on, on, on that post when I said that we had actually done this and thanked everybody uh, for, for participating in such difficult circumstances. So I think it uh, it is important to just dare to take the step because... You can do small transactions which are not so visible if something goes wrong. But when you do the big transactions and something goes wrong, everybody, literally everybody will know about it. So, yes, in that sense, I think it was a rather courageous thing to do. Well, I think we can all agree that 3 billion euros is a big transaction. Thank you, Ella Krevi, Director of Capital Markets at the European Investment Bank. This is Does This Change Everything from the European Investment Bank, the EU Bank.